this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for individual medical or mental health advice, and it does not constitute a provider-patient relationship. Hello, welcome back to the Binge Eating Dietitian podcast. My name is Joe. I am a registered dietitian, and we are all here to smash the taboo of binge eating. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. I hope that you're having a good day so far, wherever in the world that you're listening. And this episode that you're listening to is episode 99, which means that I have put out 99 episodes of the Binge Eating Dietitian podcast. And that's all thanks to you. I wouldn't do it if I didn't get your feedback, if I didn't get your reviews, if I didn't get your emails, if I didn't get your Instagram messages telling me that you're enjoying it and giving me suggestions for new podcast episodes. It's all down to you. Please do give me your feedback. Let me know if you're enjoying it. It is just as simple as dropping me an email or an Instagram DM. I'm at binge.eating.dietitian on Instagram or my email address is joe at antidietanswers.com. Now, I'm thinking one reason why maybe you haven't had the chance to email me or haven't had the chance to message me on Instagram is because you are so busy. And this is the focus of today's episode. I don't know about you, or actually, you know what, I think I do, because I've had lots of conversations with my clients, my one-to-one private coaching clients, and as well, I have all of you who are signed up to my Binge Eating Recovery Program, which is a self-paced program, meaning that you sign up, you get full access, if you pay in full, you'll get full access to all of the lessons that I teach my one-to-one clients for how to stop binge eating, how to recover from binge eating. So with the self-paced program, I invite you to join a group session with, with me every fortnight, every two weeks, every second Thursday. Group sessions are held at 7.30 p.m. UK time, which is 2.30 p.m. Eastern, but I am adding in an extra time for you if you are based in North America too. So if if you prefer, based on your time zone, if you would like to join my binge eating recovery program, but you would like an evening group session, I am delivering on that. So there is now an 8 p.m. group call every second Thursday. That's 8 p.m. Eastern time. So it's on the same day, same Thursday, but the UK clients get their session at 7.30 p.m. UK time, which is 2.30 p.m. Eastern time. And then I will be back on at 8 p.m. Eastern time for my North America clients or wherever else in the world that you are. If you would like to join in at 8 p.m. Eastern time, I am now offering that too. So in fact, it was in one of my group sessions, my group live Q&A sessions that I hold every two weeks. It was in one of those that someone brought up about their binge eating being very bad right now, being in a place of binge eating a lot and putting it down to being incredibly busy and incredibly stressed. And once that person said it in the group, and of course there's no obligation to contribute, you can just sit back, keep your camera off, you can change your name if you want to stay completely anonymous and just listen. But when this person spoke about their binging being triggered by being so busy, it sparked a similar response from other people in the group. It seems that right now, you being busy, you being stressed is having a really negative impact on your binge eating. And of course, we spoke about it in the group and I gave some really useful things to think about and some and some pieces to take away. 
But I said, okay, I have to address this on the podcast because this is not just something that it's the people in the group who are impacted by. So what I'm thinking could be happening, and please correct me if I'm wrong. When you write me your email, you tell me if I'm wrong on this. For the past two years, 2020 and 2021, those years maybe for you were a little bit more chilled, a little bit more relaxed. You weren't doing so much. Now, look, I am not debating that there was a lot of stresses in those years too, of course, job losses, family members being sick with COVID. But maybe for you, you were working from home. You didn't have a long commute. You usually have a very busy social life. And for the past two years, your social calendar was pretty dead. And now, now in 2022, as things have really picked up and really, well, certainly in the US where I am in Boston and I was home recently to Ireland. And it certainly seems that in both of those two places, normality has really returned. Social calendars are back in full swing. People are planning weddings, christenings, other big events. And it is wonderful. I've, I personally am really glad to see it. However, I know it's not all positive. I know it's not all good because maybe now you're finding that you are just so stretched. Now you are back commuting into the office. You're back sitting in the office with maybe people that you're not too fond of five days a week. Maybe you don't even like your job. So to be back in the office is like an, an extra slap in the face. Maybe you have a really busy social calendar and actually if you take a second you realize it's just too much like you just don't want to be off socializing at every on every single weekend but unfortunately you have to right you can't let your friends down or your family down. Perhaps you don't have any time for you. Any time just for you where you can go for your nice, long, lovely walk or where you can sit in your room and just read a book or do a Netflix marathon. You used to love all those things, but now you simply just don't have the time for it because you have too many other obligations outside of your home, going to work, doing the social thing. And you found that your binging is pretty bad right now, that you are binging maybe even more than you were during covid Maybe you are binging even more than you were before COVID happened. It, perhaps it's at its worst now. It is one of my goals of being here. It is one of my purposes of being here, smashing the taboo of binge eating to help you to feel less alone. I need you to know if you are experiencing this right now, if your binging has gotten worse since the world has opened up again, you are not the only one. And I am going to give you some advice on what I think that might help you through this difficult time. I'm going to give you that in a little in a little bit. But firstly, I do want to just point out what your binging might be looking like now. And I hope that me saying this will help you to feel less alone. So three examples of how your binging might be looking right now. Firstly, it's binging in the morning. You're binging at breakfast time. You wake up, you realize, oh, it's another day. I have to go into work. I have to go and see my colleagues and hang out with people I don't like. And you find yourself binging while or straight after having your breakfast. Before you've even left the house, a binge has happened. Secondly, another example of how you're binging might be looking right now is that you go out for a really nice social occasion. Let's say it was a meal with friends. It's been in the diary for a while. You go out, you have a lovely meal, three courses, a starter, main and dessert. You say to yourself, gosh, I really should be satisfied after having that, shouldn't I? However, you still find yourself on the way home 
driving your car into the petrol station and picking up lots of your favorite binge foods to eat before you get home or, or as soon as you get in the door. Or maybe you've already had some ice cream in your freezer and after having a three-course meal with friends, you go home and find yourself eating the entire tub and sitting in front of the TV. Or maybe you found yourself buying your whole office packets of biscuits and you leave them in that communal area where anybody can go and get one. However, you find that you end up eating most of them yourself. You left them there for other people to enjoy and maybe you would just have one or two, but that isn't the case. You find yourself going back to them, back to them, back to them several times during the day to get more. And maybe you've eaten the entire packet yourself or several packets yourself. Again, I'm here to make you feel less alone. If any of those three examples resonate with you, that's okay. It's all good. You are not the only one. So let's talk about some ways that you may be able to help yourself right now. If you are binging because you are really busy, stressed, under a lot of pressure, and this has happened in the last few months since the world has opened up fully again, let's talk about how you can help yourself right now. I have three tips for you. The first tip is to look at your self-care. I want to know, what are you doing for you? If you are used to having a load of time to yourself, if you really enjoy having lots of downtime, lots of time for you to just unpack, unwind and chill out at the end of a day or at the weekend, how are you doing with that now? Do you still have that time? If not, let's think about adding it back in. How could you recreate that time just for you again? That in itself is a form of self-care. If you're somebody who likes to have time by yourself, and by the way, you know, not everybody is. Some people love having time with other people and don't like to be alone at all. So it's whatever works for you. But in this example, let's say you really enjoy having some time to yourself, but you don't have any right now. Start there. Pencil in 30 minutes, an hour, 90 minutes, whatever it is, into your week. And you can add to it by looking at your self-care. Look at the areas of self-care that you need to rehabilitate, to give you energy, to make you feel more like you. What are those self-care activities? Maybe it's sleep. Maybe it's having a nice long bath. Maybe it's even just taking a shower. Maybe it's reading. Maybe it's writing. Maybe it's cleaning. Maybe it's tidying. Maybe it's watching movies. Whatever it is, it's something for you. You need to take care of yourself. You need to have some time in your week where you can prioritize you and only you. My second tip for you is to look at your food intake. And I'm not talking about the binges. Let's leave the binges to one side for now. What else are you eating? What else are you having during the day? I bet if you are very busy or very stressed or maybe because your binges have gotten worse, that you may not be eating other things throughout the day. You're not having many meals. You're not having many snacks. Let's look at that. You still need to eat. Even if you binge all day, every day for weeks, months, or years, you still need to eat other foods too. Now, because life is busy right now, you just may not have the time to think about food. You may not have the time to think about food or eating. And your strategy is to just go about your day, grab food on the go, grab snacks here and there. Hopefully there'll be a shop on the way where you can go and buy something. 
And that strategy might work for someone who isn't struggling with their relationship with food, who doesn't have an eating disorder or disordered eating. That strategy might work for them. But for you, you need to make sure that you still allocate time in your day to eat regularly. You still need to eat other foods than your binges. Don't leave it to chance. Don't just hope that food is going to fall in your lap and as soon as you feel hungry, someone is going to just drop you a sandwich and you're going to be all good. Don't leave it to chance. Don't hope that you're going to pass by a shop on the way and it will all be fine. And as well, don't be saying to yourself, I just hope that I don't get hungry. I'm going to set off on my day. Maybe you have binged in the morning at breakfast time and you say, okay, I'm going to set off now without any lunch or any snacks because I've just binged. So I'm not going to be hungry for the rest of the day. You and I know that that frequently does backfire. You need to prioritize food. It doesn't matter how busy you are, how stressed you are, how under pressure you are. You still need to think about what you are going to eat. And lastly, my last tip for you is to recognize that this is all part of the ebb and flow of life. Sometimes you're going to be more chill, have more downtime, have more time to yourself, more time to think about food. And other times you're going to be more pressured under a lot more stress. And you know what? Even when this stressful period gets better, even when you're not working so hard or you figured out a better work-life balance, there is still going to be stresses down the line. So it's good to just live this moment, just live what's happening right now. Take a step back and observe how you're reacting, observe what your responses are, observe how you are eating in a time like this and don't criticize yourself for it. You haven't put yourself in this situation. You haven't put yourself in the situation where you are so busy, so pressurized, so stressed. So don't criticize yourself. This is not your fault. But use this opportunity to take a step back and look at how you're reacting to it, how you're responding to it, and know that simple things, small changes, such as prioritizing self-care and making sure that you still take time to eat, those alone could make a big difference by themselves. You know, you may be saying to yourself right now, gosh, I wish I could go back to those times. And yeah, of course, there was lots of bad happening in the world, but at least I had time to myself. I had time to go for my walks. I had time to listen to my music, listen to my podcasts. I didn't have to see my colleagues every day. At least I could do that. And it just goes to show how, you know, the grass is always greener because when we were in COVID, we hated all the social isolation, not being able to see people. And, you know, I'm not saying that, binging wasn't an issue during COVID times. Of course it was. For many people, that's when their binging developed or that's when it certainly got worse. So, you know, just to say, this is all part of life. It's all good. We just need to learn from it. We need to just take away what we can, not set up any kind of black and white thinking with, now it's bad, but when my stress improves, it's going to be good again. It always does seem like the grass is greener, doesn't it? All right, I'm going to leave you there, but because this is episode 99, I have some special things in the pipeline for you over the next few weeks. So stay tuned for those. Episode 100 is going to be special and so are the episodes after that. I want to really mark this. So again, thank you for being here. Don't forget to drop me those emails, okay? Send me an email, send me a message on Instagram, or if you're ready to work with me, consider reaching out for either one-to-one private coaching 
or my self-paced program where we will be meeting every two weeks for six months, by the way. I don't think I said that earlier on, but when we when you sign up to my binge eating recovery program, we meet every two weeks for six months. So you'll have 13 calls with me all together. That'll take you right up until the end of the year. So if you would like me to be part of your binge eating recovery for the rest of the year, that is a great option. All right, I will see you soon. Until then, please take care of yourself. If you found this podcast helpful, you are going to greatly benefit from my binge eating recovery program. No more second guessing every food choice. No more starting a new plan every Monday. No more pacing up and down your kitchen trying to pull yourself out of a binge. Go to the link in the description of this episode for my binge eating recovery program where you can start your binge eating recovery today. Today.